Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Pat here, and I hope you're having an amazing day. Welcome to episode four of Ask Pat. And before we get to today's question, I want to let you know that I would love uh, to see you on Twitter. If you're not following me on Twitter right now, you can follow me at Pat Flynn. That's P A T F L Y. N-N. And if you ever share the show, if you ever talk about it on Twitter, please use the hashtag AskPat. I'll be following along with that. I'll be responding to commentary all the time. So uh, I'll see you on Twitter, at Pat Flynn. Now, to today's question, this is a question from Nick, and he asks a very important question that deals with work life and personal life, balancing family and work and that sort of thing. And this is something that is uh, very, very near and dear to my heart because I've actually gotten into, a, into fights with Uh, family members about this. So check out Nick's question and then my answer right after that. Hey, Pat, this is Nick Kugelman. I've been following your your blog for quite some time. Um, I work from home. I have a couple of corporate jobs that I uh, do uh, business development and project management for. And uh, working from home with a new family, I'm curious how you go about structuring your time throughout the day so that way you are able to maximize both the time that you spend working as well as maximize the time that you spend with your family. Um, so I'd be very curious how you structure your day so that way you're productive and able to spend the time uh, focusing on what you need to focus on as well as making sure that you're able to uh, hang out with the uh, wife and babies. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And Nick, thank you for your question. This is a very important question that's really close to my heart because it's something that I struggled, uh, struggled with for a very long time. And from time to time, it's something that I continue to struggle with. And the thing about kids, for those of you who don't have kids, um, you know, once you sort of settle on a schedule or rhythm, things just change. You know, ever since these kids are born, um, it seems like once you finally get them going on a rhythm of some kind where there's some sort of stableness, uh, it just switches up on you. They get teeth and they start teething and they start waking up in the middle of the night again or you know, they go through growth spurts. It's just, it's just crazy, right? So the thing to know about this, even before I get to the how I structure my day part, um, is, is, is as an entrepreneur who works from home and has a family who also is at home, um, I have to be very, very flexible. Um, not like I can do the splits type of thing, but I mean I have to learn to adjust. I have to learn that... Curveballs are going to be thrown my way all the time, and that's just part of the game. But I can do what I can to minimize those things, which I'll go uh, over in a second. And also, I have to be as efficient as I can be because a lot of times I don't have a lot of time like other people, especially those who are single, have during the day because I want to spend time with my kids or the kids will throw me for a loop and something will come up and I have to go to the ER because he broke his arm and other things, right? So anyway, how do I structure my day? Well, the day like it is right now um, is, is, is based on a few things. One, it's based on, yes, I do have a schedule. So there is a schedule, and that's very important because in the beginning I didn't have a schedule. And this was actually something that my wife and I talked about before we got married, before we had kids. Actually, I didn't have a schedule because of I was living the entrepreneurial lifestyle and I could sort of work whenever I wanted to work and take a break whenever I wanted to take a break. The issue with that was sometimes I it wasn't clear whether I was on break or not or whether I was working on hardcore on something or not. So sometimes I'd be working and be really focused on something and my wife would come and start to talk to me and of course it would interrupt my workflow and that's not good. And other times 
I'd be speaking to my wife and having a conversation with her, perhaps out at dinner with her. And then in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about my emails and I'm thinking about this other thing I have to do with my business. And that's not fair either. I mean, that's almost even worse. I'm actually spending time with somebody, but I'm not 100% fully there. And that's not fair. And it got us to a point where we had to actually have a sort of heated conversation about this and actually talk things through. And I'm so thankful we did because we discovered some things about each other that we that needed addressing, like the fact that I have this sort of unique lifestyle as an entrepreneur who works from home. And even before we had a family, we had to discuss how can we solve this problem for the future when we did have kids. And I'm so glad we talked about that. Now, a lot of that, uh, a lot of what came out of that was the fact that I didn't have a schedule. And that's what was weird because those lines were blurred, right? personal life and work life those those lines were crossed all the time and it wasn't even clear in my head when certain things were supposed to happen so i really needed to create a schedule that's the first thing and it you know it may sound funny because we always say oh you got to break away from the nine to five or you got to escape your nine to five job well sure you can escape that nine to five but you have to have a schedule the awesome thing about a nine to five job is you know you go to work at nine and when you come home at five you can turn work off and you're actually physically away from work too, so you can focus on what you need to focus on at home or with your friends or at the bar or wherever you go after work. And that's the second part. So in addition to having a schedule, and that schedule has changed over time, especially with the kids lately, but in addition to having a schedule, I need a physical space to actually do my work. So I have an office with a door that's closed. When I'm in that office and the door is closed, I know to be in pure work mode, focused on my next task, and that's it. I'm not focusing on anything else unless it's an emergency. Everybody else in the house knows, and my wife's controlling this. Everybody else in the house knows daddy's in his office, daddy's working, of course, unless there's an emergency. And the reason I mentioned my wife is sort of in control of that is because she's the one that manages the kids when I'm in the office, right? And it's really important for her to understand what I'm doing, just like how it's important for me to understand what she's doing and also what she needs. I also know that she needs breaks during the day too. So there are times during the day, every single day, where I will be taking care of the kids on my own so she could do her thing. I actually let her sleep in and I'll go over my exact schedule every day in just a second. Um, But going back to the physical space, I'm in my office and I'm working and I'm purely in work mode. When I'm out of that office, I am not in work mode. I'm purely in focused family mode. And that's really important because, you know, my kids are young and I don't want to miss a thing with them, right? And they're growing up right in front of my eyes. And I'm so blessed that I can be here at home and do that. But it wouldn't be fair. And I would regret if I were to actually be there with them physically and again, not mentally because of everything that I had to do with work. And having that physical space, you know, something about it, something about closing that door and walking out of my office into the rest of my home uh, just does something for me mentally. And that didn't, that, that wasn't easy to do. I sort of had to train myself to do that. And it's really hard, especially because, you know, I have a laptop in addition to my work desk computer, I have a laptop. So it's really easy for me if I wanted to, to check that email or to see how my stats are doing on my website or my podcast. And also now with the iPhones and, you know, all your Android phones, um, you could do business from anywhere, but you have to remember why you do what you do and for me i do what i do here at work so i could be with my family so it doesn't make sense for me to pick up my phone and check my email when i'm out now if i have some free time and i'm in line for something or whatever yeah it makes sense but i always ask myself you know i I, and it just takes a split split second And, and i used to consciously ask myself this question beforehand like pat is this something that you should be doing right now 
I would ask myself that. And I still, I think I still internally almost subconsciously ask myself that question now before I do something, but it's much faster. And I sort of know what I'm doing when I'm doing it now. And I check myself sometimes and I have to catch myself sometimes too. And I also have to tell my wife, Hey, if you see me doing work outside of the office, like, let me know, like, don't hit me or something or don't slap me across the face, but just let me know so I can put myself back into reality and what, what I should be doing. Um, so Nick, I hope that helps a little bit as far as, you know, communication with the wife and telling her so she knows what I need to do as an entrepreneur. So what you need to do as an entrepreneur, Nick, but also you need to know what she needs as a mother as well. Um, and, 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 you know, uh, it's just really important to have that open line of communication. And again, every family is different, but this is what works for us. And it didn't happen overnight. We didn't just say, Hey, let's do this schedule. And all of a sudden it worked. It's something we figured out over time. And we've learned to know that there may be those heated moments when we get into to those battles every once in a while. And we have to figure those out for the benefit of the family. Now, as far as my day goes, I'll go over my day really quick. The way it is now, and I guarantee you in a year from now, it's going to be totally different, especially because my son's going to be going to school. But I wake up in the morning, typically uh, around 7.30 or 8.30 in the morning. Uh, my son and or my daughter will wake up first, and I'll, I'll hang out with them for a while until the other one wakes up. I let my wife sleep in until about – she typically wakes up around 10 a.m., or 10.30 a.m. I mean, she has the hardest job in the world as a stay-at-home mom, so I let her get as much rest as she can so she could be you know, fully energized for the rest of the day when she's watching the kids on her own if she has to do that that day. Um, but then I, I'll typically have breakfast and, and hang out with the kids, play in our playroom for a little bit, read a couple books until my wife wakes up. She comes down. We all hang out together as a family until I cook lunch around noon, 11.30 or noon, and then it's time for the kids to go down for a nap, typically around 1 o'clock. Lunch is a long time, especially because her son, he's actually a really picky eater right now. And so lunch is a long time. It's also a struggle sometimes, but sometimes it's good too. But anyway, when the kids go down for a nap, that's when I do a lot of my day-specific type of work, meaning uh, stuff that involves interaction with other people because I do most of my work at night, which you'll hear in a second. But for things like interviews and things like that, that you know should happen during the day when other people are awake, uh, that's when I do that. So I schedule my interviews and anything I have to do in the office for the daytime around nap time. So I try to do a lot of work when the kids are napping. Of course, they only take short naps, so my wife will uh, you know, see them awake and then play with them until I come back down stairs from my office. And then we either run some errands or go out. We sometimes go to the beach or go to the zoo. We have passes to, uh, to, to other parks here in the San Diego area. Um, or sometimes we just hang out at home and play some more. And then there's dinner time. I love to cook, so I'm typically the cook in the house, and, and I don't mind doing that. I love to explore uh, eating healthy meals and, and cooking new things. And then it's uh, you know after we have dinner, you read some more, we play, and that whole thing. And then my kids go to bed. You know, we give them a bath, do that whole thing. They go to bed, oh, eight thirty p.m. And then it's work mode for daddy. I'm in the office between nine p.m. and two a.m. most days, um, and that's actually when I'm the most creative. And that's also a part of this is to understand when you and your body and your mind is at its peak as far as creativity and for me it's at night i'm a night owl i know a lot of people who have this sort of reverse uh schedule where once their kids go down they go down too um or even if they don't have kids they wake up early in the morning and that's when they get most of their work done i can't do that but 
you know, you just kind of have to listen to your own body, listen to your mind, and uh, keep track of when you're most energetic and try to work during those hours. Um, so that's my schedule, and that's how it is now. I only get five and a half to seven hours of sleep, uh, mostly five and a half to six hours of sleep every day, and that's good for me right now. I've been doing that since college in architecture. Architects don't get very much sleep, but that's the way it is now. And like I said, it's going to change, and I just have to know that it is going to change and I have to adjust. I have to adapt. And that's really what entrepreneurship is all about. And that's how I want to end this podcast episode. You got to learn to adapt and just know that things are going to be thrown your way that are going to throw you out for a loop and, and, and sort of, uh, you know, keep you unbalanced for a little bit. As long as you know what your goals are, you will get back and start to be balanced again and keep moving forward. So, uh, Nick, thank you so much for that question. And ask Pat t-shirt is headed your way. If you listening out there have a question about entrepreneurship, business, podcasting, blogging, what have you, I'm more than happy to answer your question. Head on over to askpat.com. Ask your voicemail question there. It's totally free. You can use it using the SpeakPipe widget that's on that page. Again, the SpeakPipe widget. Um, Awesome company. It's helping out with these voicemails here. Uh, And thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. You rock. Thank you so much again for listening to Ask Pat. This is episode four. And if you heard this episode and you want to let me know that you enjoyed it or maybe what I could do to improve, hit me up on Twitter at Pat Flynn, P-A-T-F-L-Y-N-N. And if you ever share or tweet about the show, use the hashtag Ask Pat. I'll be following along and leaving replies as much as I can. And to finish off today, I want to leave you with a quote by Michael J. Fox. And that quote is, Family is not an important thing. It's everything. So take that. Enjoy the time you have with the people around you. And I'll see you in the next episode. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable. And the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.